This week, we test our sneakiness in a simple spy game. Plus, it may seem like it, but we're not really in the upside down. It's Friday, March 11th. Time to insert a token to play. Hello and welcome to Insert a Token to Play. I'm John, senior of my typical player two, my little brother James. How are we doing, Jimbo? Great as always. How about you, John? I'm doing good as well. Kind of some interesting games we got going on. Yes. Kind of, I'm excited to jump into it, but I'm curious if you played anything more from last week. Oh, gosh. What did we play last week? <laughs> That's how much I don't remember. <laughs> uh, no, I spent my time this week playing these two games, and I, I've been picking up, uh, I've been continuing to play Tiny Crossword Plus a lot. Hmm. I definitely ventured my way through that, but I'm, I'm a crossword puzzle fiend. It's so easy for me to pick that up and play sideways, whatever I want to do. Yeah, I, I definitely skipped replaying some of the stuff from last week, but I did find myself doing um the what's the snowboarding one the oh alto's odyssey yeah alto's i almost said i almost didn't say alto so yeah that the zen mode is kind of fun again still playing with the kids and i still did a couple of my daily challenges with the the chest oh you're still on chest day not every day not every day i just did a couple times because i wanted to spend more time playing these games but it's just kind of interesting that a couple of these things have actually pulled me back in i'm very impressed that they stuck well they're not word games so i suppose they're not crossword no they're not you still liked word web i'm never gonna let you forget that one for what it was That is as close as you're probably going to get me, so... Right. Okay. Well, let's find out about this week, then. Our first game is Operator 41 from Shifty Eye. Help your operator reach the telephone to call headquarters with vital intel. Operator 41 is all about sneakiness and strategy. John, did you live your spy dream, finally? I don't know if I live my spy dream. Definitely more sneaky than what I consider to be like spy. To me, I always think spy is more like detective. Yeah. Right? And this was more of a timing, strategy, throw the pot mm-hmm. type of game. But what was super intriguing was the article you shared with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to steal the thunder because you found it. Like, Can you tell me about the article? Yeah. So this was really neat. Uh, this game was created by a then 14-year-old who was invited to the Apple campus as a promising upcoming app developer, won awards previously. Uh, I think is from uh, over in Europe, perhaps UK, but I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering this one properly. Uh, but 14-year-old pitched it like in a 10 minute walk-in session got accepted and then the game ended up on the arcade like honestly just incredible because i'm thinking what was i accomplishing when i was 14 (laughs) right sure as heck wasn't anything like this yeah they didn't have apple arcade so we'll just go with that's why otherwise i'm sure james right yeah you would have like basically the same game yeah basically totally you know, two, 2003, we were definitely pumping out a lot of mobile <laughs> video games. Right. I mean, I think all our phones had at that point was maybe Snake. Oh, but that was so good. <laughs> what did you think? Did you enjoy the sneaking around? I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. but I, And I don't know if this is a positive or negative, but the same night 
when we first started trying this, I'm like, okay, I need to go back in and figure this out a little bit more. And then 30 minutes later, I'm at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that was fast. Right. I was waiting for like the next mechanic to show up or something different and just didn't. There was maybe one or two levels that I found really frustrating because timing just had to be perfect. There was one that I found really frustrating because I didn't realize that part of the map continued on. I could just walk behind a table at one spot. <laughs> I, <laughs> that is so funny because I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I ran into the same thing. And I kept trying to like get the timing to go between the two guards. Yep. And all of a sudden, I like... I was like, well, let me try going this other way. Just to, like maybe there's something back there I don't see because you could throw pots, right? Yeah. To basically get them to be distracted. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's it's right there. I, I Yeah. <laughs> my my story is not nearly as good because I accidentally hit the screen in the wrong spot. And suddenly he started walking. I'm like, oh, there it is. That's how I get past this. <laughs> all of a sudden you're in the next level and you don't know why. Pretty much. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I kind of had the same thing where I, I I played like the next day a bunch and then played a couple more minutes and I kind of just bursted some levels. And then it was like a couple days ago, I was like, I'm going to sit down and play a little bit more. I want to make sure I can talk about any other mechanic, Yeah, like you said. And then it was like, you're done. Yep, that was it. So on the one hand, it probably is, I guess you could say it was probably too short, but it's good that both of us actually got to it. Like yeah. we kept playing to get to it. My only real frustration is there was one level where you had to climb over a fence and then you had to walk over some of these like air vents, right? Mm-hmm. And I was playing, got a phone call, took the phone call, brought it back in, and it basically wouldn't let me like it kept putting me back in over the fence. I got like stuck. There yep. was like it was like glitching on me. Quit the game, open it back up, and it it like had me climbing over the fence backward. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. And so then I shut it off again and I waited a while and I came back in and then it seemed fine. I was able to get through it. But so that was my only frustration is there was just kind of like, it was a little buggy. I ran into one glitch as well. One of the levels where there were multiple parts of it. And so I went down the stairs and then I went back up the stairs right after and I was nowhere to be seen in the level. So no matter where I clicked, I wasn't moving. It was just gone. Had to do the same thing. Like you said, just a hard reset, get back in and go. I also wish you would like click and it would show a little line of like the path you're going to take. Yeah. I wish you could almost like hold to see the path or if you could manipulate oh. the path a little bit because if there's like three or four rows of tiles, mm-hmm. we'll say tiles, to be able like, well, I, if I go this path, right? And I know you could kind of tap, tap, but you want to like kind of just get to that spot. Yeah. So. I wish you could kind of maybe even chain or cancel a chain or honestly, like just letting me move and less of a click. Yep. I think that would have been a little more interesting and then more mechanics. Yeah, of course. Right. But obviously you and I both beat the game. So it wasn't like we didn't want to play it. No. And for how short it was, I think it was good that there weren't too many mechanics thrown in. I think if you would have added one or two more, they would have just felt overwhelming and lost. Like the pots showed up enough that it was okay and they weren't necessary at any point truly, but they were good to know. And so it was pretty okay to kind of get around and feel these things. I almost disagree with you, I think, on what you're talking about, on the mechanic of point to the place and it just takes the one path. 
kind of like it because it forces you to engage more instead of like a strategic thing of like, all right, you go these spaces and this space, then you stop for two seconds and then you go forward and go through. It really forced you to be engaged of like, the spy is just the vessel and it's going to do dumb things. You tell it to go to this point, it's going to take the most straight line you can. So it at least kept you engaged with it instead of what I feel like could have been plotting out the whole level. But I don't disagree with you. At some point, it probably would be nice to have a different experience in that sense. You talk about not having too many mechanics as well, right? What I also enjoyed was nothing really taught you. No, Everything was pretty intuitive, like climbing up the pipes, climbing over the fences, hiding in the grass. It didn't tell you you could do that. It didn't tell you like what would happen if you did. You were just... You just kind of did it. It just, again, it was just intuitive. Yeah. Trial and error. And there was really no, not that much pain of getting caught. Some of the levels where they had three, I don't even think there was one with four, but those parts where you got sent back to the first one, you're like, dang it. Right. Whatever. You'll get really good at the timing of that one and figure out how to get really quickly through it. But it, it never felt as punishing as I think some other games have. So I'm with you. It was good that things were just simple and made sense. I know there was like the one level where you basically had to walk on the edge and there was like windows. Yes. And there was one spot where it's like, he can't see me, but somehow the guard would see me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, there's a couple of things where it's like, ah, may- maybe, maybe it wasn't perfect, but it just made you kind of hold longer and yep. move longer. And there's definitely one level where I got to the phone and got seen at the same time, and but they let it go. They let it go. Yeah. Ooh. So I was kind of wondering, like, what's going to happen? Apparently, the phone, they're like, oh, you're on the phone. Okay, go that ahead. That takes your yeah, priority. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah no sorry. problem. One, one minute. Yeah, you're yeah, good. You already got the intel out. So, <laughs> you know, I got to say, I, I think a lot of this conversation about how quick it is or how little there is, I think it goes back to reading that article and finding out just how quick the turnaround was for this, too. You know, there just wasn't that much time to really start putting things in. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was ambition for six more levels and all these other things to really show up. But when, when you got to get it out for the launch of the platform, so be it. Yeah. I mean, again, it justifies it. And it's probably going to get some a little bit of a following so I could see a, a stage two or a level two or oh, level yeah. up or something. And they can try to intro, like introduce another mechanic to it. Mm-hmm. But. I was hoping, because you keep talking about the mechanics and controllers, I, I pulled out my controller adapter for the phone, wondering if maybe the joystick would let me just control and free move him. It wasn't the case. It, it showed me the dot, and so I got to push, oh, oh go move here. Got it. So it was kind of a slower touch screen, in all honesty. I didn't like it nearly as much as just using the touch controls. Uh, I felt like I was just slower and less accurate somehow. Hmm. Less likely to click the wrong spot and magically beat the level. Yeah, is pretty what much. You're saying. Got it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I understand. <laughs> I'm not going to accidentally find my way through this and um, throw my phone anywhere. Right. For me, for me, the reason I say that, it, and I mean, I feel like I'm being nitpicky, but there's a couple times where I hit a spot or maybe didn't mean to, and I want to like, can't I want to go back? Like, but I didn't want to do it, but I couldn't do there, it. So. Couldn't, it's too late. Yep. It's too late. And at least most of the time, it was on like the second part. Mm-hmm. It was not like the fourth part, like you oh, talked about. Yes. Where, like, you literally got to start over. Yep, yep, absolutely. So we haven't talked about the, the visuals yet. Did, did the style end up growing on you? Did you get tired of it? What do you think? Right away, I thought it was really odd, like scratchy. It was almost like you're looking, you think about like classic video game where you're looking through and it's like the security camera yeah. view where it's kind of that grainy. That's kind of how it felt like, or like it felt like 
it was really raining hard. It kind of just had that, not pixelated, but you know what I'm talking about? Green, Gr- green. Green. You're absolutely yeah. right with green. Yeah, yep. sweet. Um, and the more I played, the more I just, I would say I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't become a thing where right away I was like, oh, this is going to get annoying. But it just kind of faded and it didn't bother me. Yeah. It, it made it feel a little more old timey for me, which felt more true for a spy trying to get to a payphone. Right. <laughs> but like you, I didn't really think about it. And that's, you know, probably a good thing when the visual style is not taken away from what you're experiencing. But yeah. Okay. Glad, glad we were seeing the same page on that one. Yeah, some of the other games we've played, it's like, oh, it's just so cool, and the art style is so cool. And I, I wouldn't say it really added to the experience, but it didn't deter yeah. either. Like, it didn't, like, oh, I can't look at this. Yeah, I mean, the best thing of the art style was the, the opening screen of the whole game, which you probably skipped every time after right, the first one. Right, because you could just click, yeah. Yeah, because it had that whole, like, spy montage kind of feel that you would expect. And that that was just super neat. But otherwise, yeah. They probably spent as much time on that as literally every other graphic. Probably. So overall? I'm pleasantly surprised by this. I don't think I'd put it high on a list of you need to play this or I can't wait to play it again. But based on what first impression was, and especially with our first playthrough where I'm just like, I'm not really sure, I was glad to beat it in 30 minutes. It, it gave me a much better opinion about it and made me enjoy that it just embraced the simplicity of what it was. Happy we played it. How about you? I don't know if I could put it better. I had literally the same experience right away. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> right. And then once you kind of got into it, it was like, oh, this is fun. And I have, I have a soft spot for all things spy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I could definitely say that, like, I definitely probably would have tried it because yep. it's a spy game. But yeah, I, it's the kind of same thing. I was, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it and how quickly I got through it. And, I would say you would not have a bad experience if you tried it. This isn't like a wait. Oh my god! Like the other games, like wait. Oh, it's coming out in four days. We got to like right. kind of deal. But you know, you got an hour to kill, thirty minutes to kill, and you want something that'll keep you engaged for thirty minutes. There you go. I'm also curious how fast some people have gotten themselves to run through this game as a whole. Oh. Let alone the people who are crazy enough to get the final achievement of complete the mission of all the levels without getting caught. I'm like, I can't even dream about that. I got caught at least once on every level, if not <laughs> that, that level where I got locked. I'm pretty sure I was up to like 30 times getting caught. Oh, really? <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, I definitely like just by clicking one spot wrong, you know, yep, it'd be pretty easy. So, yeah, that was pretty amazing. I don't expect myself to get that. But, <laughs> but again, give it a shot. Right, game number two is The Other Side from The Label. Other Side is a turn-based RPG and strategy board game where you will control up to four survivors who hope to push back the shadowy threat. Do you have what it takes to restore the town back to normal and save the day? John, was it just me that was feeling like I was playing a Stranger Things game, or did you get that vibe too? I definitely got the vibe. And what was funny, I didn't re- I didn't read this about the game i literally you you told me the game i downloaded the game and i just fired it up and i started playing right away right away i'm like oh this this is an rpg and then all of a sudden after you get through the demo i was like it's a board game (laughs) i just i was like oh that's so neat like i just thought it was so cool because i i think about some of the board games we've played where 
you kind of like build the world. What's is it haunted house? That one, portrayal uh, at the haunt house on the hill. Yeah, I always think about that one. I really <laughs> like that one. But it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of what it was like, and the characters are kind of Walking Dead ish. Oh yeah, right. Even that's kind of my first. That's what my first was impression of it until I started unlocking more of the people you would the creatures. Yep. We'll say right. You know, once you got like the hound, the shambler. You know, some of those guys is like, okay, this is more like Stranger Things. Like you talked about, it's more of that like alien monster type thing. But yeah, I just, I really liked that it was a board game. I thought that was so neat. It was such a cool idea. I mean, how many times have we played a board game and like, this would be cool as a video game and vice versa. And so the fact that we got to see it come to life in a creative way was super cool for me. Did you find, did you find you had like a certain strategy or... Well, let's just start with that, like a general strategy. Uh, it took me a while, but I, I started to kind of get one. And it, it was a lot of slow movements, trying to keep a lot of the group together, unless I had a character with an ability that could work around it. For example, when the kid was able to move without the enemies impeding his movement, I didn't mind letting the kid run off on his own a little bit to try to find the anchor towers to destroy and move on from there, while whoever else I had just hold up and hopefully kept the threat down enough so when I finally needed to escape or kill a boss, I wasn't going to get overwhelmed. How about you? Pretty similar. I had the kid have the flashlight. Like you said, he can move around a lot more. I would always make sure that the rest of the group basically stayed together, but I had someone always kind of in range of the kid who had a a weapon that was a range weapon. Mm -hmm. Once I figured out that you could basically shoot through rooms, then that kind of changed the amount of space that I allowed the players to have. But stuff like this, you tend to try to keep them stick together. But once I figured out like, oh, I can shoot all the way over there. Sure, kid. Go do whatever you want. Yep. Here's your flashlight and your slingshot. And uh, (laughs) I'm going to be here with my rifle and my SMG. And we'll see you later. Yep. Did you get many of the characters unlocked? I got five of them. Okay, I only uh, got four. Yeah, uh, one of them, one of them came after like starting to play a certain amount of time. The the I don't know, it was the bowman or the archer or something? He was like a special click for me at one point. Oh, okay. And then I had the mechanic as my most recent unlock, along with the vet. Right. So I don't know who character number six is yet. <laughs> Interesting. I did see there was something like update now, and and soon you'll get. There was a, oh, I forgot what it was now. There was a, it was like, it just showed up on my phone today that there's like an engineer or something like that. Oh. It was something, it was something kind of like that. Cool. But yeah, so maybe, maybe that's a six or it's just a bonus character. But. I mean, that'd be neat. Yeah, I got, I got stuck. I, I got an unlock that I thought got me the large boards into the third game mode finally, mm-hmm. but neither of them are showing up. And they also gave me an ability that I'm not seeing on any of the characters. So I don't know if I just got locked into something or if I just need to kind of hard reset my way through it. But whatever, I'm not upset about it. Because the abilities, it's not like they only work for that person, right? It's like... Oh, no, it's that one person gets no, one No, but of that's two what abilities. I'm saying. Like oh. you wouldn't have, They wouldn't have given you ability... Oh, I'm, I hope it's not. A, I hope there wasn't a new character with that too. I don't know. <laughs> right? I guess. I guess not. But I, the thing I thought that was kind of that I thought could have been better is kind of the weapons, which sounds funny. They were very classic type oh, weapons. Yes. And I thought it would have been fun for more of a, a range mm-hmm. of type of weapons, not just 
the high caliber handgun. And once they started mixing in more of the bow bow and arrow stuff, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. But it all seemed like pretty classic guns. It made it very easy for me to be like, oh, the revolver. Why would I do that? I want the pistol. Then I get to roll two dice mm-hmm. and be even more successful. This is crap. Right. It was just keep on luck after luck after luck. And I'm like, the guy that shoots things, oh, good. He got the katana. Woo. <laughs> Did you use a lot of the like hand weapons? I started to use them a little more frequently depending on who I was using. The mechanic, it made sense because the mechanic got a free turn of, of using those hand weapons. I also found myself really enjoying the, um, the knuckles, the brass knuckles. Oh, really? You rolled two dice, and I think it was as long as you rolled higher than a two you were guaranteed to do one damage. So it was a pretty safe two damage weapon consistently, which was really nice against the the hounds or the the people that shoot that I feel like I'm going to call the blubbers, but I don't think that's right. (laughs) Um, Or just to finish off something that someone else started. It was, it was super nice and consistent. So I'd use that on the mechanic and I, I ended up having that on the vet a lot as well for some reason. I would always stash those. I never, I never use the knuckles. <laughs> I, I tried using like the wrenches and a lot of the other. You talked about katana. Like I tried to use a lot more of those. Yeah. I just never thought the knuckles. The only thing that I wasn't really sure about was like the extra dice rolls. You know, the ammo rolls made sense, but I never really, I never really got to the point I needed them. I always seemed to just have enough weapons where it wasn't a problem. Yeah, I didn't like that. A lot of the mechanics weren't explained or there was just too much to figure out so each of the weapons had their cards and everything on the card represented something so it's how many dice are rolled how much damage each successful roll is and then the bottom right was the number needed to have a successful hit so if it showed a five you needed a five six seven eight nine or a zero which was a guaranteed hit no matter what and that's how you get to do that damage on it and then there was a range indicator as the next one but it's like they don't necessarily make these clear and even if you look in the options in the rule book, it's not necessarily clear either because they don't use the same icons across the board. Right. That was a huge point of frustration for me because I'm like, well, I'm rolling and th- I got a three and I hit this time, but I rolled a three on the last guy and I didn't get anything. Especially early when you have like two different types of handguns yeah. and it doesn't make sense. I know the first time I rolled the zero, I was like, crap. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, how did that work? Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't know and I don't, probably play enough games or enough things that dice are that important where maybe universally zero is a good thing yeah i thought maybe okay maybe it's a 10 and it's just how they want it but yeah that, that was kind of my guess but that, that was the other thing i was thinking too is like oh i have two gun spots so i can probably shoot with this once per turn yeah and then i have to use the other thing that i have equipped which is why i'm like okay well i shot with the revolver Woo! now i'll use the pistol which will actually do some stuff and then eventually I noticed, well, the revolver lit up again. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah, so definitely definitely a shortcoming. But I felt like I understood a lot of what I was doing, and it made it pretty easy. I was kind of sad at some points there weren't an undo button because I'm like, I accidentally clicked on the wrong room or picked right. the wrong thing. But I understand because sometimes you get ambushed and you don't want to have that as a free a free check. But there, there are times where I'm like, ah, crud. <laughs> Did you block any doors? Occasionally. I never blocked the door. It was mostly if I was stuck trying to run away from something or felt like I was getting overwhelmed or if I just needed another turn to move and roll for ammo. So I'd get out and block the door, hopefully, because then I could move, move, roll for ammo and be safe on my next turn or something. 
but it, it definitely wasn't a frequent option. It was purely if I know I'm done in that area or I just need to get out of there. I thought the levels were kind of interesting. They were, they were, it was kind of like you had a board game. Like, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. literally bought a box and maybe an expansion pack. And like you said, with the larger maps, but it's kind of like you had these modules and you could kind of play some like, so it was interesting. Like it, there wasn't super, a lot of variations we'll say, no, you know, but you know, they got mixed up a little bit, which was interesting. And the doors, which doors were open versus closed were kind of interesting, but you know, they had cars, they had, you know, a sh- like a shop looking area. They had like a kitchen, you know, it was just, it was different enough, but you could imagine, like I said, actually buying this set at a store and like playing it. Let me tell you, this is where it goes. Yeah. It's, it's the same feeling that we got out of Dreadnautical, out of Spaceland and mm. all of those. Like, was it roguelike? I think is the mm-hmm. technical terminology, but yeah, I'm with you. I liked enough of the variety. That was really cool. It took me back. I had some time back in January uh, where I played a lot of tabletop simulator on my computer and I played a game called Lord of the Rings Journey in Middle Earth. It was kind of the same idea. There was a, except there was a story, an overarching story over like 14 things. But again, you built a map as an app told you how to do it and interacted with the game in a certain way. You had a limited amount of actions per round and then things happened. And I had such a good time with that. that I think I was feeling a lot of that high as I was Ah. going into this game. And again, seeing a board game and having that feeling, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on board with a lot of this. I think a lot of these things are really neat. And it kept me coming back to play more and more. I'm glad you mentioned story because I didn't really feel. I don't think there was a story. I, I, you know, there's, there's the description of it and there's the playthrough of it. And if it was a real board game, it's, you're not usually playing through a full story, right? No. There's like a basic premise and you're trying to work through it. Like we're trying to save the town yeah. and we're clearing areas. Like there maybe doesn't have to be more and there's not really any character development, but. With that said, there is like none. Yeah, <laughs> and no. I felt like there could have been a little bit more, even like a little bit more when they introduced people and just give me a little bit more. Yeah, give me a reason to want to play with the new characters other than, okay, I'll try them because it's a good thing. And give me a reason to understand how the experience for characters happens as well. I don't necessarily understand how they level up or if that's how I unlocked an ability or something. That one's still just over my head. I can't answer that. I don't know. They didn't really tell me. I didn't really spend the time, though. I don't usually read the help <laughs> stuff, we'll say. Like, obviously, I didn't even read, like, what it was. I just literally jumped in. Yeah. Because I was like, ah, this looks fun, which it was. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely enjoyed it, and it was, like, exciting. It was like, oh, the board game, like I said, it was like that discovery. But, again, I just wanted a little bit more. I need I need that draw. You know, what it's going to give me a reason to try to grind right Mm -hmm. what is that carrot that's going to give me to grind to get that level up because other than getting the bigger maps and more people it's not like i'm unlocking weapons or really customizations per se yeah Yeah, i love it if we could kind of customize what they start with that would have been neat too so oh yeah i like that yeah, because like the 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 hunter bow guy or whatever that I was talking about worked worked well with ranged weapons, but he started with a pickaxe. Oh, and I'm like, okay, so he needs to find what actually makes him useful. That's fine. So, but anyway, you're on a roll. Tell me more about your overall take on this game. <laughs> uh, overall, well, I was surprised per se because I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I but I liked it. I mean, 
I don't know if there's necessarily that like super longevity for this game because, like I said, I'm missing that story. I'm missing that thing that's kind of pulling me back in. But it was fun to like pick up a level and play. I think there was a multi. Was there a multiplayer? There was a local multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. So it's one of those of like, hey, that might be kind of fun. I could imagine like on a bigger iPad or something or one of those tabletop things that look so cool where you got a group of people would be kind of neat. You know, so I'm glad. I'm definitely glad I played it. I don't see myself playing it long term. Yeah. But for what it was, like, I'm glad we played it. Yeah, I, I feel I feel very similar. This is one of those that if if I was browsing my games and I had the Netflix feature of watch anything and this popped up as my play anything style game, I'd be like, okay, well, let's do this. I, I I can enjoy this for a while, and especially with maps. You know, ten minutes in the short ones, up to. 30 minutes for the medium ones and I never unlocked the large ones because I got locked. I imagine it's probably 45 minutes to get through those. Yeah, good variety and good options and enough to kind of explore. I think it's a really nice take on this on this game style and I like the board game style. I am okay enough with the dice roll so when you throw three weapon shots and you miss all of them, you can be frustrated because it's nice to have that mechanic so that way it's not a guarantee. I, I, think, I think it's really nicely developed and gone on that idea. But you're right, it's kind of missing that hook to make me feel for the character. So when the kid dies, it's, <laughs> no, not the, right, not the Billy, kid. Not yeah, Billy. Exactly, like that feeling. But you brought up the one point that I think would make me really intentionally pick this up again, and that's trying that multiplayer out. I think it would be fun to play that with someone who's played it, just get that experience. But, you know, I'm a sucker for those co-op board games. I, I love all things about them. And so having that experience with other people, no matter what it, it feels like, I think would, would be a good one for me to get me back. I will also say this 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 game experience is making me feel like I owe an apology from way back when when we played Spaceland because now that I've had time away from it and see that it's it's a very similar feel I'm like I think that game got ruined because of the game that we were playing at the same time with it and so I I probably put it too low on my last year's ranking list and I'm sorry. It's okay. I think I made up for it. Yeah. Cuz I I wasn't as skewed as you were. No. So, good, good, good piece of reflection for you. <laughs> there you go. You feel good now. <laughs> All right, time to roll the randomizer and see what game we're going to try out before playing a little longer next week. Hey Siri, give me a number between one and two hundred and twenty. And make it a game we've already played. 37. Oh, okay. Ooh. We have played this one, but not on the Apple Arcade. We're going to play Cut the Rope Remastered. What do you mean we've played it? I don't know. You haven't played Cut the Rope before? This is know. a classic. I don't... I feel like I must have at one point... This was like prime Fruit Ninja time. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it. I feel... I can't... Mm, I don't know. I'm right. I, I don't know if I... I definitely didn't play it enough to say, like, oh, I played it, right? I maybe tried it. I probably tried it on my first iPod Touch when, if, like, you could first download games and stuff. Oh, totally. That's absolutely the right one. And, and speaking of the right one, make sure you download the Apple Arcade one because there's going to be dozens of these. <laughs> well, this one says in Apple Arcade. Perfect, yep. So I'm going to go with that one. Cut the Rope Remastered Apple Arcade. Right below Lord of the Rings War. Was it listening to us talk? Oh, it must have been. I mean, does it look pretty? 
<laughs> the Lord of the Rings game or yeah. cut the rope? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we should probably stay on brand and not talk about non-Apple arcade games right. that much, right? <laughs> cut the rope looks beautiful, James. I know. It really does. Let's see. It's a single-player game. No surprise there. Huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Man, you talking about Betrayal of the House on the Hill makes me want to start playing that again now. I haven't played that game for such a long time. It did such a good job with horror storytelling in a board game format. It also helped. I had a friend who loved playing as the little girl. (laughs) And he had a a really good luck that he seemed to become the villain so frequently in that game. So he's like, ha, 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 I'm the little girl. (laughs) I I personally think this would be that... The ho- house on is it Betrayal Hill? Betrayal the house on the hill. Yeah, I still think that would be a cool video game, but I I think it would be cool as like a VR. Oh yeah, I like that idea. You know what I mean? Where like you're kind of looking around, you're moving. You get, it's a little more engrossed, and mm-hmm. you know you're not you're not really doing much fighting. It's more exploring, and someone's coming for you. Yep. And the fact that like you could literally do like what the game does, where you build the rooms. Yep. And then like. It's like random. You open a door, it picks a random room, and it puts it in. I just think that'd be like every time you play it would be different. Mm-hmm. You could build in the scenarios. Like I think we just pretend like we've never played it before and try to like. Oh, it still totally work. <laughs> I think I think it would be. I just think it'd be kind of a neat thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would. Speaking of neat thing, my game's already downloaded. Well, I'm on your Wi-Fi, so let's see if. Oh, there we go. Got it. Yeah, that last half just kind of took off. The story unfolds. Oh, it's like a birthday cake. So like the 10-year anniversary? It probably is. I feel like I feel like I had this on my iPod Touch. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's probably even older than that. Maybe it was when it first came out. Because uh, I don't know if this was a, an original drop or not. Look at this. It feels like our... uh, Deliver the candy. Got it. Oh, so you cut the rope to make stuff happen? Mm Mm-hmm. Got it. It's kind of like that slide and cut one we did a little bit. I was going to say, it's another plus game, just like Splitter Critters. So, except now we get to cut the rope. Ooh, missed. Ooh, me too. I got two. Hey, it's like we did the same thing. It's in, There's a little bit of timing to it, which is pretty interesting. Right? There we go. Play it again. I got three. No problem. There we go. They're definitely uh, playing nice with us to figure out what we're doing. <laughs> Get us warmed up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Why do I feel like little. I did that wrong? That's better. He's little. Oh, boy. You must be a level or two ahead of me. I can do better. <laughs> Deliver all... Oh, I found your little guy. Oh, dang. Well, I did better. I got two. Oh, I got all three, baby. Level four, or which one are you on? Uh, I don't know what level I'm on. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. I just yeah. launched him. Really? Yeah, there's definitely something with the timer. That's for sure. Ta-da! Fantastic. Thank boop, you. Boop, boop. 
Oh, they do say nice things, don't they? They Amazing. do. What's the bubble? The bubble lifts the... Ah, you just got to the bubble. All right, I'll let you wait for that one. We can catch up together. Do you have to cut the bubble? Oh, you just pop it. How oh, you... okay. Oh, boy. Sorry. Did you pop it a little early? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I told you how to do it. I imagine that you get a little excited for that one as it's going. Well, I'll figure that out later. These graphics definitely feel very much more 3D developed than what I remember <laughs> back back in my day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it seems like a fun puzzle so far. Pretty easy to pick up, but already, like, okay, how do I get the three stars and using the physics and the timing and stuff? It'll be interesting. Pretty simple with the rope. So, what's not to like about it, right? That's right. But you'll have to wait till next time for us to tell you how we really feel. All right, that'll do it for this week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast medium of choice. Plus, we're on Patreon. You can support us by visiting patreon.com forward slash ITTP. On top of Cut the Rope Remastered, we're also going to play Nickelodeon Extreme Tennis. Nice. Apparently a lot of nostalgia going around this week. (laughs) What games do you think we should take a look at? We're always looking for ideas. Send us a message on Instagram at insert token to play or our email is play at insert token to play dot com. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.